So we're constantly changing. And so the question isn't, who am I? The question is, who do I want to become? Because if we're changing, we can decide how we want to change. The river flows, and over time, it carves its root into the landscape. Welcome to the 31st episode of the Leader Rising Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Paul Carvanis. We're here for the people who want more out of life. Life's great, and yet, and yet we know that there's more there. We know that we can be better, that we can get more, we can do more, we can be more. Because life isn't going to happen to us, we're going to happen to life. So if you're ready to go out there and leave it all out on the field, to live a life where at the end you have no regrets, you know you were who you wanted to be, you know you made a difference, you're in the right place. So back 13 years ago, I got home around 1.30, a bit tipsy, totally full of myself. We just finished the second day of the second round of interviews for Toronto firms. So I was in law school at the time and interviewing for my summer job, which rolled into your articling position, which rolled into your associate position. So really, I was interviewing for the first chunk of my working life, the foundation that everything else would be built on. I had interviewed with five firms over the course of two days and felt like I could have picked any one of them. I was the shit. At least I was certain of it. And a good friend of mine was doing interviews for Calgary firms a week later, and she'd asked me for advice. And so in that moment, I felt eminently qualified to give advice. And so I fired up my computer at 1.30 in the morning and wrote an email to her explaining how to ace her interviews. It took me over an hour. And I had totally forgotten about this, except I was speaking with my friend a few weeks ago. And she said that she still sends my email to people when they ask her for interviewing advice. And I was like, what email? And so she sends me this email. And it was a little bit cringy. You know, there were a few instances of me writing in the third person. There was a, a tone and language that I would never use now, likely even if I was drunk. But hey, I was young, drunk, and out of control. And so I sat down and wrote a personal email to a friend that was useful. I guess there are far, far worse things that one can and I have done uh, well under the influence. The advice, though, the advice was solid. And, and in fact, I think still is solid. And, and there's one thing as I reread it that really resonated with me. And this is what I said. I told her, I want a theme and a theory to how you're going to present yourself. In other words, what exactly are you and why are you good for the firm? Maybe you're the dedicated hard worker, the intrepid genius, or the friendly savant. So for me, I chose to be the problem solver and I had examples to back it up. See, us humans are meaning-making machines. We're, we're constantly putting people into boxes. This is where stereotyping comes from, right? And it can be used to your advantage. If you figure out what box you want to be, you can put yourself in it. And so I had the examples, I chose to be a problem solver, and that worked well with the firms that I interviewed with. Some of them better than others. 
depending on how well they identified with needing to have an entrepreneurial spirit. So I asked her the theme and theory, how she was going to present herself. This is a, essentially a narrative. And so the last two weeks, as we've been talking about how to break down and build up habits, we've ultimately been talking about your identity because the habits are what build your identity and your identity is what's going to sustain the habits. This narrative is essentially the identity that the outside world sees. And so this narrative ultimately is the foundation for that statement, fake it till you make it, right? It's about putting on this narrative, faking it, until your identity underneath has changed. So presenting yourself in a way and being consistent about it until who you are inside matches that. And that's part of building your habits, except it's less about fooling others in that case and more about just becoming that person, taking the steps, starting small. Now, one of the keys to this is you are not fixed. You're not static. You are always changing. I am always changing. We are all hopefully always changing. Like when I think back to myself 10 years ago, fresh-faced lawyer, I've changed so much since then. I'm such a different person now. And when I think back to the five years before that, before I'd ever really started working and I'd still been just in school for most of my life, my God, the change was even bigger. And for five years before that, where I was still in high school, so we're constantly changing. And so the question isn't, who am I? The question is, who do I want to become? Because if we're changing, we can decide how we want to change. The river flows, and over time, it carves its root into the landscape. And whether it carves it down for a huge valley, or whether it spreads out by carrying silt, or whether it dams up and breaks off into a whole new direction like we are the architects we can build a dam we can divert it we can do whatever we want if we set our mind to it and we have the will to follow it through and frankly the insight to do it in a way that it actually sticks and ben hardy's personality isn't permanent he talks about uh, a smoker he was a huge smoker. I don't remember how many packs a day, but it was part of his life. He tried to quit a bajillion times. And one day he starts at a new job. And he's on his first day. He goes into the break room and the guy next to him is like, hey, dude, you want a cigarette? And just almost instinctually, without thinking, he says, no, thanks. Don't smoke. Never have. Never will. And so he just carved out this new narrative for himself. And with this new narrative, with people who didn't know the old him, where he felt compelled to be consistent with them because he was going to be working with them, it helped drive his change. And he did manage to quit cold turkey. You see, there's a lot of sense in faking it till you make it. it people say it because it actually does work that way. It doesn't have to work that way. There are other ways for it to work, but that way does work. So what do I think now? Well, I think the advice that I gave her was for interviews. Right? And when you're interviewing, especially fresh out of school, you want a job. And so you're trying to fit in and mold yourself to the narrative of the company that you're working with. I feel that I would actually give slightly different advice right now. You see, if you wear shoes that don't fit and you take a few steps in them, you're probably fine. But if you take a few more steps in them, you know they might actually start 
to bother your feet, and a few more steps, they might start to give you blisters and to rub your skin raw. And putting on a narrative that you don't want is sort of like wearing these shoes that don't fit. It's going to rub you the wrong way, and it's going to hurt you. And over time, it's going to hurt more. Now, eventually, you may build up calluses, get those bunions, do whatever it is. That may not be who you want to be. And so, yes, you build a callus and that shoe, ill-fitting shoe no longer hurts, but it's still stunting you. So my advice, if I were to give that advice now, would, be, would not be to fit inside the box that you think is going to work for them, but rather to fit the box that you really want to inhabit, to pick the narrative not about why they matter, but about who you are and who you want to be, the same way that this guy said, not a smoker, never have, never will. Who do you want to be? And then when you're interviewing, find a place that works with that, where you can actually be the person you want to be. Because interviews go both ways. You are not just being interviewed, you are interviewing them. And that is actually one of the things that I say to people right now who ask me for interview advice. Remember, you are interviewing them. It is not just them who's assessing you. Interviewing is a bit like the dating game. We don't just want people, we want people who want us. And in the dating game, status matters. And when you show that you actually are being discerning and you're not going to take any job, the first job that comes, when you are interviewing them and show that you are interviewing them, that you care and that, you know, they might need to prove to you too that this is right, that raises your status and that only helps. And so when you are saying, this is the box I want to be in, this is the narrative I want to have, does this work with you? You're essentially testing them. Like It's very clear you're not going to take the first job that comes along because this is who you are. So it all boils down to the most important question. Who do you want to be? Who do you want to become? What does that person do? What does that person say? How does that person act? How does that person make other people feel? And think about this. And after you've thought about it a little bit, maybe make one little change. I invite you to make one little change in your life that is something that this person that you want to be, that is something that that person would do and that you're not doing yet. So until next time, dream big, live bigger. And if you find yourself a little bit tipsy and out of control, why not write an email to your friend for posterity? <laughs>